0: you're listening to the main course where food is serious business listen along for insights strategies forecasts and thought leadership from the front lines of food with your host
1: barbara castiglia welcome uh welcome to the main course our guest today might sound a little surprising in that he's well known as an actor but he is actually uh, in the coffee business and looking to work with restaurants. Um, So we send a welcome today to Scott Patterson, who is known for his role as a coffee slinger on Gilmore Girls, but he actually has his own coffee company. And uh, uh, Scott, let's talk a little bit about that coffee company and uh, let me know a little bit what what it is and where it all started.
0: I decided I wanted to own my own business and grow it over time. So, uh, you know, I have a real love of coffee and it started very young and it was sort of the natural uh, choice because of obviously because of Luke and the show and that kind of a thing. So, you know, when you look to launch something, if you if you're smart enough to and I'm barely smart enough to realize these things, but but. Um, You know, when you see that a a, a, a vertical vertically integrated international media conglomerate like Warner Brothers is uh, and NBC Universal is has done 20 or uh, to that point, about 16 years of global marketing on your behalf, uh, then probably a good idea to just sort of go with that, uh, because in order to get that kind of uh, marketing presence or, or global awareness, uh, takes tens of millions of dollars, uh, in a marketing expense, and that had already been done for me. So I thought, I didn't think it was going to be easy, but I thought I'm going to be a little ahead of the game PR wise and marketing wise, um, as I launched this company and it turned out to be, um, that turned out to be prophetic and, um, and, you know, we've been rolling for two and a half years. So it's uh, uh, it, it's been a real, uh, real journey, real education, by the way, as well. And um, but I love it. I get up every morning very early and I go to bed uh, every night, very late. <laughs> and um, But that's what it takes. And that's what I love to do is build and work every day and build, build, build. And, and that's what this is. And it's my responsibility. So it's not somebody else. You know hiring me it's me taking the risk and me you know working to to see this baby grow so yeah very satisfying
1: so let's go back to that love of coffee and where did that start
0: well you know i was very close with my mother she passed uh god rest her soul 2008 and um and so you know we we had a small kitchen and you know we we drank freeze-dried coffee. as 12 years old when she introduced it to me. And, ba- you know, back then, <clears throat> you know, kids wanted to grow up fast. They didn't want to be kids. They wanted to be adults. And they wanted adults to accept them. And they wanted to, to act in more mature ways and adopt adult habits. Coffee was one of them. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, cigarettes was too. Uh, but, um, you know, the world has changed. But back then, uh, it was all about sort of adopting all of these sort of more mature habits and and coffee was one of them. And, and you know, I bonded so often and so deeply with my mother at that tiny little kitchen table uh, drinking freeze dried coffee and talking about my future and my feelings and where I wanted my life to go and so on. So, I mean, we'd sit there and figure it out and we'd do it over a cup, cup of coffee. So it just seemed like, you know, a, a good foundation and the logical foundation to build a business is is to keep it tied to my mom uh as as one of the main pillars of this business um and that's where i came up with the uh you know the symbol of the brand is the the archer the artemis archer uh from mythology and and that is the protector of the vulnerable and the protector of women and and uh, protector of all things, uh, natural things, in nature, animals, trees, environment, that kind of thing. And my mother was very much uh, a very accepting, uh, non-judgmental, very giving, very loving, very fierce human being, very hardworking. Um, and I learned a lot just watching her get up every morning, and go to work. And it, it got to the point with her that when uh, she was so proud and she would not accept any charity from me Uh, when I started becoming successful, she said, son, if, if I can walk to the train station and ride into Philadelphia and earn a living, that is what I am going to do. I will not accept your money. I mean, she just wanted to do it on her own. Um, she thought that that was important and that was an important example for her children. And it, and it really still resonates within me. So, um, another lesson she taught me was that you know work ethic is everything it doesn't matter your level of talent it uh, it, it it really requires uh, work ethic and you have to go at it tooth and nail every single day and you know take your little baby steps and sometimes you have to take a step back to take a step forward but you just keep fighting and that's really all it is and that's been that's defined my life and that's the coffee business too it's just It's just figuring it out and keeping at it and keeping punching and and keeping moving forward. And sometimes you make tiny little progress and sometimes you make bigger chunks of progress. And sometimes you get knocked back on your heels and maybe even close to getting KO'd, uh, but you just get back up and keep going. And that's just, that's really the lesson uh, that she gave me that was so valuable that it is unrealistic to expect life to be fair and prepare for a fight and she prepared me
1: great advice
0: um
1: so we all like a good cup of coffee but what is the process of uh finding those beans and blends that you're going to put your name on and sell and market as a product
0: so i think the first part of that answer is something that is very very basic um You cannot have a good product and you cannot have a good process without good people. So that's where it begins. And, and I have found both, uh, good people and not so good people in any business. And, and this is true for anybody that has their own business and they, they get what I'm saying. And you know, this applies to just any situation in life, there's good and bad people. Um, There's people that are going to thwart you. There's people that are going to help accelerate uh, your process and enhance the whole experience of it. So once I was able to find good people uh, and people that, that really understood what I was going for, and I don't, I, I actually don't want to get too much into too wonky here. Uh, because A, I think it's boring because everybody talks about it. And B, I don't want to give away any sort of proprietary information. So forgive me if I'm being a little vague, um, but there's intention behind that. But, you know, once you find the right people uh, who, who get what you're going after, because I was going after and still am a very specific flavor on every and a, a very specific complexity. Uh, in every uh, coffee that we release, and it's not just like we pick a couple and say, "All right, release those," you know, because it's chocolate and it's Dutch chocolate. No, we we taste and taste and taste and go back and forth and cupping after cupping, and it, you know, it's it's coffee is as complex, if not more so, than wine, um, and it can go south on you really fast if you don't have the right people. Uh, in terms of what your flavor is going to be, what your um, what the aftertaste is going to be like, uh, the acidity levels and so on and so forth. So um, it's it takes time. It re, you have to put the time into it. So it's really just a process of working with the right people um, and demanding the best beans, obviously, uh, <laughs> the best batches of beans that season and and you know going for a flavor profile that is specific to what you want being able to communicate that and then having uh uh having the roaster perform that so um that's basically what I do and I had a partner prior to the partner that I have now that really couldn't take uh the kind of uh well detail that I required and that wasn't going to work out and it proved not to work out so I had to find some new people and I couldn't be happier uh, with, with the people that, that are uh, involved in the company now uh, it's, it's just a, uh, it's opened up a lot of doors um, and the reason that we are able to release uh, so many flavors uh, so many SKUs in such a short period of time is because they understand the way I want to work. And it's intense and it's like, Hey, we got to get, we're going to do this every day and we're going to cup every day and we're going to find what we need to find. Um, and they don't, and they get it. If, if I'm almost there, if I'm 95 98% there and I still say no, they understand. Um, so it's, it's really about, and I, you know, I, I said, listen, we're creating the best coffee in the world. And I'm not stopping until we have the perfect cup of coffee for each blend. Um, And that's, that's how I approach it. Because I I always, no matter what I do, and this is another thing my mother taught me is, son, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's about being great at something. And it's being great at something that you love to do. Okay, so that's what I apply to, anything that I that I get involved in. Um, and that is that that is true for the coffee as well. So I want these blends to be the best cup of breakfast blend you will ever have the best French roast, you will ever have the best espresso, the best flavors, the best of the best the best decaf, you know, the feedback, you know, the problem really with the brand is every single skew. We're getting feedback all the time. We're getting reviews all the time that says this is the, this blows away any uh, uh, double decaf. uh, I'm sorry, double caffeinated uh, coffee I've ever had. And this blows away any uh, Colombian Supremo I've ever had. This blows away any Dutch chocolate or any flavor I was hazelnut, French vanilla, whatever it is. You're making me crazy. This blows away anything I've ever had. And The problem is marketing and promoting all of these different blends. (laughs) It's like you need a team of uh, 50 people just for social media and we're building that out, but it takes time. Um, So we, we, you know, we have a, a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a very rich company in terms of its, um, you know, the, the favorability of the reviews, the customer satisfaction and just you know, another element of this, and I think equally as important, if not more important than the coffee is the customer service. And I know you've, you've dealt with Elaine and you realize since she's heading up that department and also the marketing department, um, you know, that's why customers keep coming back. That's one of the big reasons because they want to be treated well. And if something goes wrong, cause inevitably something's going to go wrong. Um, we take care of it for people. And not only do we take care of it for people, We make it a better experience for them than if something didn't go wrong in the first place. So they're kind of glad that it screwed up because then they got to really see us at our best. So, um, so that's really the DNA of the company. It's about, it's about being the best at what we do, having the best customer service, treating people, uh, like they are always right because they always are and respecting people and providing them very personal, high-end service. Um, and if they're not happy, we're not happy. We haven't done our job, so we we make them happy. We're in the happiness business. Coffee is, you know, it's, it's, it's not complicated what people want. They want value in exchange for... They, they want quality. They want value. They want to feel like, you know, they're drinking something very special, and that makes them happy. And that's our job, and that's what we do.
1: So talk a little bit about the current products that you have. We just released
0: a, uh, uh, we released five. What, what I term the, uh, the sweet shop flavor, Scotty P sweet shop. And they are, uh, Dutch chocolate, toasted marshmallow, butterscotch cream, uh, caramel swirl, and I'm leaving one out. Is that four or five? I think that was four. Yeah, it was four. <laughs> One other flavor.
1: Is it toffee?
0: Oh, English toffee. Correct. Yes. Uh, and these are remarkably uh, uh, sophisticated flavors. It's not like you're sitting there dumping a whole vat of chocolate in you when you're drinking a, uh, a Dutch chocolate, but you're getting a nice you're getting a nice taste of chocolate in every sip but there's still that sort of coffee complexity and the the rich coffee flavors. So it's just, these are just wonderful, wonderful blends. And I just wanted to sort of make it a little more fun for people and offer uh, something. And actually the the sweet shop we released early, uh, we were originally scheduling the sweet shop flavors to be available for the holidays because we thought it was a perfect way to uh, to release a, a, a series. And uh, we wanted to do it in the summertime just to sort of, we were curious to see if they'd sell at all. We didn't know. You just, you n- you never know. Um, and once they hit Amazon, uh, the, some of those blends were gone in an hour. And I got a call from Elaine and she said, she goes, I think we're going to, I think we're going to need a bigger boat <laughs> kind of deal. Um, and uh, so we just had to really, you know, pivot quickly and put in another PO and, um, and get, you know, a heck of a lot more coffee into Amazon, uh, cause people love it. And they, 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 they laughed it up immediately. And we were out of stock very, very quickly, uh, on all of our SKUs. I think we sent in, my God, I think we sent in 11 SKUs. We sent in five single SKUs, single bag SKUs and th- five, uh, three pack SKUs. And then we sent in a sampler which is the five pack, you get one of each. And that, my God, that, that disappeared within like minutes according to uh, our, our Amazon rep. So um, trust me, we sent in far more uh, the next round. So um, we're very pleased with this program and uh, we're actually going to be offering this sampler, this uh, these five flavored samplers in a gift box, seasonal gift box um very soon it could be up on the uh, on the website very soon. Um, so that's another another area we're getting into that we're very excited about because the model uh, I I you know I've trying to been trying to perfect this model for some time and I know some you know some customers are aware of this they signed up for a subscription box I don't know a year year and a half ago and it just there were so many moving parts to it. Uh, that I had to sort of discontinue it, and now uh, I I figured out a better way to do it, a, a simpler way to do it. So we're going to do uh, a seasonal gift box on four different boxes so far. Could could expand. Uh, it's a seasonal box, so there's going. We're going to get get these boxes up for sale. So there are three boxes. Three boxes that are basic. There's going to be a flavored box. There's going to be a decaf box, and there's going to be a regular blends box. And these are all going to be uh, blends of coffee that are not available on Amazon, and will be exclusively available only through this um, this gift box uh, seasonal gift box program. Um, and then we're going to do a fourth box that is going to be. The sweet shop sampler those five flavors um, so we'll have four boxes up and going pretty soon we're probably going to get that sweet shop sampler gift box uh, up maybe by this weekend um, we're, we're hustling to get it up there because we want to start selling and because um, it'll be an autumn box and then we'll probably have a cutoff date for that oh gosh probably early September, mid September for delivery a couple of weeks later. Uh, and then, you know, we'll immediately start selling the, uh, the holiday box, the winter box, uh, with those, those four boxes. So we're very excited about that and it took a lot of heavy lifting and, uh, but we're there and we're about to launch it. And you're actually the first person I'm sharing this with.
1: So you're, you're doing so well on Amazon. So why are you going to take it back in house?
0: You know there are it's difficult to especially now coffee's not an essential product according to amazon so they're not prioritizing it so um it's taking a long time for the coffees to become available uh well it it, sometimes it takes a month we'll we'll, they'll pick up a pallet um from our loading dock and it'll you know a month later they'll still be sort of sorting it out in fba centers And it's frustrating for customers, and it's frustrating for us. And we'd like to have this stuff available uh, whenever they want it, or at least give people a cutoff date and a date of delivery so they know when they're going to get it, uh, which is what this uh, gift box, seasonal gift box program uh, affords them. So. Again they're going to get exclusive blends they can't get anywhere else. They don't have to go to Amazon to do it. They go to my website Scotty and they and they purchase it and then they wait and and when they get it you know let's say the cutoff date is September 7th or September 15th. Uh, we'll start roasting on the cutoff day. We'll start roasting and then shipping out within the next you know week or so so people will know that they're gonna get the freshest possible coffee uh, in a timely fashion in a, in a, you know, in a one or a two week window. So it's, it's, it's a really great program. It's a, it's how we want to, it's how we want to make our exclusive blends available to our customers. And if this works and, and we're, you know, it's, it's really roaring, we're going to probably, you know, pull a lot of blends off of Amazon and just do this exclusively as maybe a monthly subscription. Um, uh, but definitely as a seasonal, um, so Amazon was never going to be the only solution and not the only long-term solution for sure. Um, you know, uh, and I know a lot of people don't like to shop on Amazon and they, there, there are all kinds of reasons for this. Uh, unfortunately one must as a CEO, you really have to sell on Amazon and, uh, they make it, you know they they can make it incredibly hard or they can make it very easy. Um, you know they they make it very easy to just pick it up and they put it in the FBA centers, and they pretty much do everything. And if you were to build out an infrastructure for your own company and do this all yourself and be able to deliver and and uh, at at volume the way they can, it would cost you a fortune. It would just absolutely cost you a fortune to do it. And you wouldn't make any money and your company would go under very quickly. You know, they've done all of that work for you. Um, so they are a valuable, uh, they're a valuable tool, a va- valuable sales channel for sure. But we don't want that to be the only option. And we do want to do this um, this gift bo- seasonal gift box and possibly a monthly subscription Uh, on our own, um, because now we have the capability of doing it. So there you go.
1: So another way that you're growing the business is wholesaling and franchise. So um, how are you going about that? And what are you kind of looking for in franchise relationships?
0: Well, we're very early in the game, in in the franchising model. Um, And that I mean, let's face it, that's been put on pause due to COVID and, you know, uh, all of these business shuttering. Um, and so what we did is we kind of pivoted away from it. Um, but except for the five star program, we're getting a lot of business from people who want to, um, either add bags to their already existing subscription service. Um, Although it has to be very high quality stuff, but we don't go in their box, uh, and we'll probably—I'm not saying—discontinue it once we launch our own. Uh, we'll just be—we'll uh, just be far more selective in, in in terms of what the numbers are going to look like on that side, because right now they're very high, but we don't want to sort of cannibalize our own business, obviously. Um, but we love bed and breakfasts. We love smaller businesses. We love helping those those people B two B, and um, you know the minimums on those are very low. It's thirty two bags. They either give them away or resell them to their customers at a profit uh, in their bed and breakfast. And they just we just love these people. Uh, we we've got a we've got a gal and her husband out in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, named Linda. Uh, Steber and her husband Tom and they they run the Astor House bed-and-breakfast in Green Bay Wisconsin and they're just doing a great job for us and we, we love them and we've just picked up another great partner in uh, Lee's Summit Missouri um, uh, Liesel uh, and her husband uh, they've they've left corporate America to start their own bed-and-breakfast and we're we're partnering with them and we just we just, we, you know, there's somebody up in, uh, there's people up in Oregon and, uh, uh, Chelly and her bakery and she's selling our bags and there's just a bunch of people around the country. And, you know, the first one was in Aspen, Colorado, cause I vacationed there in the winter time, um, and have been for 20 years. And, and there's a, a very, very, uh, popular historic legendary on mountain restaurant called Bonnie's. And I happen to be friends with, uh, the 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 husband of of the actual bonnie her name isn't bonnie but the actual owner uh, it's bridget and and so i got the coffee account there that was actually our first wholesale account that was pretty exciting because <laughs> uh, you know it's like it's where i ski and um it just combines everything i love so you know i got to take lunch at bonnie's or take breakfast at bonnie's and drink my own coffee and it was it was just kind of a kick in the head um and everybody loves it there. And, and the ski patrol was loving the coffee and, you know, the crew and all these people. So it, it was just a dream come true, but we're building that out as well. You know, you know, what we're doing on the, uh, um, and this is, this, this is another area that we're, we're building out and we're having a lot of fun doing it, um, is we're collaborating with other companies and, uh, um, you know we're going to be coming out in the gift box model in the seasonal gift box model we're probably gonna you know we're talking to a a tea company we are talking to all kinds of companies uh, that we're going to collaborate with and we're going to offer their products in my box because I want people to come to the website and be able to access super high quality products Um, and that's what we're doing. We're, we're working with small businesses that are, you know, some of them are really struggling and we're getting a lot of emails and a lot of Instagram messages of people who want to partner with us. And we just were never interested before because we just sort of wanted to get our act together to be able to offer a level of support. And now we have, and we are, uh, especially now, with what's what's going on now, and everybody's business is just getting rocked, and people are are really really scared out there. Um, so we're offering a platform to small businesses and medium sized businesses uh, to to collaborate with us, and and what we do is we strike a deal with them to uh, um, to have their products go and go into my box. And we create a whole category for them and we market and promote for them. And and you know, it's really about enhancing their business uh, so that they can stay afloat and then thrive ultimately. We, we as small business owners want, we don't really want to compete with the world. Uh, I'm not interested in competing and I'm a highly competitive person, trust me. But I think as a small business owner in a very crowded coffee space, I think trying to compete is really not the way to go. I, 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 I want a partner and I want to help other small businesses and I think that's really the way to go about you know doing good business and doing responsible business is just sort of helping other businesses. I don't see why we can't you know with the consolidation of online delivery and with, the, with with all of the VC money that's being thrown at certain ideas you know small businesses that don't have the benefit of VC money and big marketing dollars, and so I think I think the best thing to do is to sort of combine, collaborate, and and help each other out in 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 some way. Whether it's you know offering their products in, in my box, or whether it's uh, offering uh, you know free marketing services and free promotional services, um, and that that's really why you know that's in our DNA as well. Because again, you know this is what I watched. And this is going to sound corny, but, you know, I, th- I, was, I was kind of a popular kid or so I thought growing up, but it was a lot of people just wanting to come over to be with my mother. <laughs> I mean, The house was filled with people all the time. And, you know, my mom would cook for everybody and sit down and talk to them and listen to their problems and, um, and make them laugh and make them feel good. I mean, it, it, an extraordinary woman. And uh, and that's kind of what I'm doing as a CEO with small businesses. I'm inviting everybody over to the house, and you know, cooking for them and listening to their problems and making them feel good and trying to help them out. So it's it's just in the DNA, I guess. So we're 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 getting more business and, and more collaboration collaborations than we can handle right now. So um, it's a very busy time for us. It's a very exciting time for us. We're we're partnering with some. Fantastic CEOs who are no through no fault of their own experiencing some some difficulties, and we want to help them through it. So, if there's anybody out there in in any type of a business, um, please reach out to us. Uh, we are uh, we are taking phone calls and we're taking meetings with people uh, through Zoom and we're we're Facetiming people and we're figuring out how we can help. Uh, other small and medium-sized businesses. So uh, I, get in touch with us through the website, info at com or support at com, and we'll, we'll get back to you. So so that's, that's, that's what we're doing pretty much all of the time right now to get that launched and to get that uh, functioning. And then you
1: think at some point it will hopefully flip back to what you thought was going to be more of the business model with franchising and wholesaling
0: i th- I, don't, I think there no wholesaling is still a thing right it's it's still an active part of our business and it's daily uh but it's really the gift box side of things and the collaboration side of things with other small businesses that has that has really picked up i mean good god i mean we're oh i mean we're we're talking to, and we're closing a deal a day now. And uh, we're talking to 10 people a day. It's exhausting, but it's fun. You know, it's exciting. Um, and we're just, you know, we're trying to pick the best companies with the best products. Uh, and the CEOs we feel we can work with and who kind of get what we're trying to do and uh, don't need too much hand holding. But we just love you know, it's my love of entrepreneurship. It's, it's my love of the entrepreneur, my love of the CEO, um, and support, support, support. We just want to support them. But yeah, so that's really the, that's where we're seeing the exponential growth. Um, and it's shocking. Uh, and it's, and it's just kind of hit us in the last couple of months and it's just like, good Lord. Um, uh, and it's and you know it has it has its it has its downside as well because we're we're a small team <laughs> and we're getting overwhelmed uh, and I you know we're gonna probably need to hire some some more people here pretty quick uh, but it, you know that's a good problem to have in a in a in a market and an economy uh, and in a situation where where everybody's going through this quarantining and, and who knows when it's going to end I mean um, so. You know, there is a need and we're, we're kind of filling that void for for certain companies. Great.
1: So you've talked a little bit about in different questions about marketing and branding and what you've learned from acting as part of that and and what you've uh, what you've seen. Um, so how how important is marketing in reaching the audience that you want to reach and how are you doing it?
0: It depends on what platform you're using and what social media platform you're using, what audience you're trying to access, you know, what demographic. And I, I don't really like to break people up into demos and, um, it's really people it's, and I think all people share the same, uh, desires, needs and wants, and what people want is authenticity. They want somebody to stop BSing them. And they want people, especially a business, just to be real with them. And you know, this is something that I have discovered that is ultimately the most powerful approach that you can make is to just sort of be your your true authentic self and not I mean, yeah, sure, read all the books and read all the data and and you know, be informed, of course. Uh but and know where the trends are going, uh, you know, short term and long term and, you know, the macro trends and micro trends and all that kind of stuff. That's all very important. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, they're buying you. And it's the same thing when you're trying to raise money for a charity. They're not donating to a cause. They're donating to you. And uh, so, you know, if people are going to to buy my coffee, they're going to buy it. Because I'm being real with them, I'm telling them exactly what I'm doing. I'm telling them what, why I'm doing it, right? And I'm telling, and I'm not, I'm not BSing them. I'm saying I am trying to make you the best cup of coffee you will ever have in 33 skews of coffee, and growing. By the way, we have fair trade organics that we're going to release, and there's 20 of those. Um, but man, the 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 cupping process for 20 coffees it takes a while. Um, so, but we're getting there uh, and we'll release those, gosh, hopefully early next year, maybe sooner. And people can actually get them on a wholesale basis, but um, so, or we'll be able to get them on a wholesale basis too. So, but I just really think it's it's figuring out, it's knowing who you are, being comfortable with that. And then everything in terms of your branding uh, and how you uh, approach any kind of demo or any kind of customer base or fan base that that you might have then it feels authentic and it feels real and it doesn't feel like you're trying to sell anybody anything it's just like this is available um and i've you know i've made a lot of mistakes and learned and um you know it's interesting because we're i will tell you the story that's very interesting um and this get might be getting a little too deep uh, psychologically speaking, uh, but it might, it might interest your listeners a little bit. Uh, Cause I, I actually found it fascinating and um, you know, I was wondering, I, I, I was, you know, this whole new division that we're building out with the gift box um, it, it's, it's a different division from Scotty P's big mug coffee, right? Cause it's going to encompass other categories uh, of products. Um, and so it's like, how do I brand that? And it's, and then I realized something that it's really not about branding it. It's just about, well, this is what you always wanted to do. And this is what you grow up watching your mother do. And this is, this is, this is how it should be done. And when I arrived at an image or when I arrived not necessarily a logo, but, you know, you're looking for, in this day and age, you need an image, right, to represent that division. Uh, and how is the public going to consume that image? Well, you need an image to put out on social media, to brand um, that landing page of your website, and so on and so forth. So it really does come down to an image. Um, and when I realized what the image should be, um, it was a real, um, a real epiphany. I will. I will admit that uh, because, and then I looked back on my career and my life and I said, you know, I've always been um, wanting to be accepted by a large organization and either being rejected or, or, or accepted on a level that I didn't find satisfying. And it translated into me not being promoted to where I wanted to be. And I think everybody can relate to that. A lot of the frustrating part about life is you're not getting promoted at the level you feel you deserve or have earned and worked so hard for. And it's frustrating. Everybody goes through it. I don't care who you are. You will experience this level of frustration, but you sort of, you know, you live, you learn, you take your lumps, you move on. When I was trying to come up with a division, uh, uh, an image for this division, um, I realized something that, well, now i know what to promote and now i know how to do it and i'm not going to reveal it to you because we're not releasing the image yet um but i think you'll understand what i mean when you do see it um and it's a little risky (laughs) i'll admit that it's a little risky but that's okay it's okay to be a little nervous about something and i think that's a reason almost a, a reason to do it in and of itself because it scares you a little bit but Um, again, it goes to authenticity, it goes to trusting yourself and your instincts and believing in yourself. So I think that's what a brand overall has to represent. It has to represent who you are. Um, And that's as good as I can say it.
1: So along this entrepreneurial journey, was there anything that you learned about yourself that kind of may have surprised you?
0: the path to success for me was to back off and to not try to control everything and to allow people that knew what they were doing to do their jobs. So in order to be, in my opinion, a good competent CEO, uh, is to partner with the right people and let them do their thing and get out of their faces. Um, and then wonderful things can happen. So if you trust yourself, why can't you trust other people? Because if you can't trust other people, you really don't trust yourself, do you? Because you don't tr- trust your own instincts and your own judgment. Why'd you hire that person? Why'd you partner with that person? Because you know they passed the test. So let them, let them do it. Um, so that's, and also that to grow my business, it was anti-competitive. It had nothing to do with competing or winning or, or any of that stuff. It was just about making great products. That's it. It's a skill set. And it's just acquiring more and more skills in whatever you're doing or improving blends on a daily basis. It's really just doing what you can control and not worrying about the stuff that you can't. And I know that's very kind of, general inv- uh, uh, advice but it's so true. Um and th- I think that's probably the biggest takeaway of this is uh, f- for me is just sort of you know really trusting myself in the sense where I just let people do their thing. You know. And that's why I think that we're experiencing this en- exponential growth because I got out of the way of it a little bit. And I went to my core competency and uh on the creative side and kept thinking on a macro level and how do we expand the business and how do we provide better services and how do we uh, help small businesses and that's where i'm that's where i thrive um so yeah there
1: you go so in a way this is kind of a second career for you um so what advice would you give to people who who kind of look at your journey and say, you know, I want to do something different?
0: I would say, I would say jump in. (laughs) Don't spend too much money because if it's a really good idea, it won't need a ton of money until it does. Uh, But to, to get it going, to do a test pilot program on it, on any product or any service that you're thinking of of doing don't put a great deal of money into it because if it's if it's going to catch on it will catch on Um, um, and also just sort of know know the marketplace that you're going into and know how everything works and know how Amazon works if you're going to go on Amazon because that's a very complicated beast right there Um, and just, you know, the, the ammo that you require is through your, your, your research. And really you really have to know your subject matter and you have to really love it. And if you don't love it, it's not going to get you through the tough times. Um, you know, you really at your core need to believe in it and passionately. And you need to sell it every single day to whoever will listen to you. Um, because if you don't, it's again, it, it's, you, are not going to be successful because there are people out there who are, are, are impassioned by their idea and by their products and by their skill sets. And they are applying these every day. And, um, even though it's, for me, it's non-competitive, it, it is a competitive marketplace, no matter how you look at it. um, um so I would just say, you know, love it. Be passionate about it. Don't spend a lot of money, and 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 do a test run to see how how the marketplace receives your product or your services. Um, and you'll figure out the rest. If if you love it and you're you're dedicated to it and you're doing it every day all day, you'll figure out how to do everything. You'll figure out how to do Facebook. You'll figure out how to do Instagram. You'll figure it out. Um, and that's really what pushes you to the other side and gets you to that next level and the next level and the next level. It's that, it's that dogged determination to learn, to figure it out. And if you love it, you'll stick with it because there are bad days coming for every entrepreneur and really bad days. Um, and, you know, I'll give you an example at launch, uh, in November, 2017, uh, you know, my, my customers received the first 200 orders, uh, three packs uh, were incorrect. Uh, my, uh, my fulfillment uh, uh, solution uh, failed immediately and failed in a, in a large way. So I spent Christmas Eve day and half of Christmas Eve night uh, calling every single one of those people and apologizing and offering free bags and free points and free this. And I made it right for, I think most of those people, they really appreciated that. Um, But those are the kinds of things that can really destroy a company. (laughs) And you got to fight like hell to keep it alive. Uh, Because you just can't, I mean, 20 bad orders is bad enough, but 200, good Lord. Uh, And then those, then the mistakes kept piling up and I just sort of had to find another solution. Um, But you know, those things happen. And you know, what's what's the old old saying, I can't say it in the air, but you know, blank happens, you know, it's how we respond to it is is what makes us successful or or unsuccessful, right? So there's there's the advice I can give people.
1: So what is it that you love so much about coffee? Oh
0: my god. Well, it it gets my brain to function properly in the morning, <laughs> otherwise I'm useless most of the day <laughs> uh i mean i'm just so used to it by now you know and i and i, and I wrote about this in a blog post it, it's just such a you know we all have our our individual uh or individualized rituals that we do every morning or however we like to approach our coffee um whether we grind it whether it's a ground whether we pour over what however we prepare our coffee and it's those very quiet moments in the morning when we do this, and and the and, and what we're thinking about, and what we're anticipating, and uh, for the day, and the excitement of the day. And I, you know, I wake up very positive every morning. I'm excited to get out of bed. I don't I don't really sleep in very late. I get up at six a.m. Um, and I'm eager to 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 get downstairs and to get get some coffee in me and to get brewing it and grinding the beans and, and the whole deal and, and, and getting prepping for my day and reading my emails and calling Elaine and going through what we're, we need to do that day. And it, it's just, it's, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to, it's nice to do it. And, and, and I just, you know, that, that's, that's the part of the business that, that I really love is that, be, is that those morning hours between six and eight. Um, because that really dictates what's, how the day is going to go um, and that, that's what I love about being a, an entrepreneur, it's just waking up and, and, and seeing what the day has in store because no matter what you're planning it's going to change, you have no control over it and you know it's amazing how hard the, the more hard work you put in and dedicated work uh, the more good things happen for you Uh, over time so and we're we're experiencing that right now uh and it's exciting so we we're 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 very 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 eager to wake up in the morning and and to get to it so uh and i hope that continues and i think it will continue for a long time this has been the main course with your host barbara castiglia Thanks for dining with us, and we hope to serve you with insights from the food and hospitality industry's biggest leaders moving forward. Make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or our website, marketscale.com slash industries.